1: FM to get started. What's up, guys? You are now tuned into the Pretty Little Liars after show of the Perfectionist episode seven, entitled "Dead Week." Claire announces Taylor is alive. Relationships are rekindled, and Mona wants to take Dana down. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now let the buzz. Begin. What's up, guys? We are back for another after show of The Perfectionist. I am here with my lovely co-host, Shay. How are you today?
0: I'm feeling go- awesome because we got to talk about a during this entire episode. Oh, she's been so excited about that. That was really awesome. Like this entire scene was.
1: That- yeah, yeah, I knew I when it. I watched when we watched it. I knew she was going to be here for it. Um, but we have a jam packed show for you guys. Like I said, we're going to be talking about Claire's announcement to Taylor of Taylor being alive. Um, relationships that were rekindled between Andrew, Dylan, Zach, Ava, and so on. And also, we're going to talk about Dana Booker. She's just cutting up this episode. But before we get into that, let's go ahead and get into some overall thoughts. So what were you thinking or how did you feel about this episode?
0: Overall, like, why we got to do this through college, man? That week, it legit, is crazy. <laughs> like, I remember midterm week. I wanted to just not be there anymore. Yeah. It was just a time in your life where you just like, thank God you graduated. Yeah. You never have to deal with it again. I yeah. was, like, feeling the emotions they were feeling a little bit because... Somebody's trying to kill you. Somebody's blackmailing you. Oh, but then I have four term papers, three essays, and art history puzzle piece I gotta figure
1: out. Really, though, people? Yeah, I agree. It was definitely a pressure-filled episode. They not only had to worry about their personal lives, Well, well, they had to worry about their futures and their personal lives yeah. that were falling apart at the same time. And we kind of saw how they tried to deal with it some not so good some it kind of worked out and yeah but overall i thought it was a pretty good episode i was telling you earlier i thought it was kind of slow i'm i'm maybe i'm just used to all of that action jam pack and i feel like this episode we just got those little you know what do you call them filler filler things you know to lead up to something bigger and greater so i don't know but let's go ahead and get into it so Claire is planning to... Well, she planned, and she did announce that Taylor was alive. How did you feel about that? Like, what do you think that means for Taylor's future now?
0: Well, you ain't in the shadows no more, baby. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, for her future, I think it just means now you have to work double time twice as hard to figure out who tried to kill you, who killed your brother, mm-hmm. because if you don't figure it out, you're next. Yeah. So I feel like she... Like is it like they said, it's jet week. Everybody is feeling pressure. Yeah. It's not just the college students. It's Taylor. It's Mona. It's Allison. It's mm-hmm. a little bit of everybody here. Yeah. I
1: don't know. I'm just worried about how she'll be able to pick up the pieces. Like, how is she going to be able to move on from the situation? Are people going to view her differently? Like... It was, it's. I mean, we annou- they announced it, but it's just so many things that I feel like questions that still need to be answered on why people are going to want to know. Why did she commit? Why did she fake her death? Why did this happen? Why did that? I mean, do you think they're going to verbally say, oh, I committed, I mean, I pretended to die because um, someone was out
0: to get me? Or how do you think that's going to go about? I mean, her only element right now is a surprise. I mean, surprise, she's she didn't die. She's alive. Right. So now whoever did it to her is going to have to figure out how to act or counteract to said
1: actions. Right, but no, I guess I'm just thinking about her personally, like how is she going to be able to overcome the pressures of what happened because not like you said, she's going to honestly, well some they might be after her again knowing that she's still alive so dealing with that
0: and dealing with being in the public eye, I feel like that would be a lot of pressure for her. Well, she said is ironic. I came back during dead week the one of the most pressure-filled weeks in life if you work or actually are a student at a college, so... But, again, she's a Hoshkiss. Mm-hmm. So I feel like she's not going to go down... She's not going down for scraps here, people. She's going to be her name.
1: Yeah, I guess. I guess I'm thinking more of, like, the the personal aspect of how she's going to... like. I don't know, the toll I'm, it's going to take on her.
0: Her and Allison are similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've been talking about this for a couple episodes. They have very similar dispositions on the way they think. Mm-hmm. So I feel... Because they are similar, she she don't like pout in her like in her ownness for a second, but she also yeah. she's going not come back out. And I'm, I'm not here to like take barbs from not person. Like, I'm here and I'm back. So deal with me or get out of my face. Maybe. I feel like she's gonna be like in a in a very defensive type of offense to everybody. I mean, because somebody actually might come up to her and just be like, "Why'd you? You know? Come on, you can tell me what happened." Right. So that's what
1: I'm saying. I want to, I really want to, I want to dig deeper into see how, just, I want to see her in the public eye. Like, we know it's been announced, but I want to see just her interaction with people and all the oohs and ahs. And maybe we'll get that next episode. But I'm I'm excited to see that. And also just like, I don't know if I if I don't remember correctly they didn't really show like Claire publicly announcing the death so just a press release yeah it was just a press release so I'm curious to see like how that's gonna fall into play like you know Claire is like the head honcho of the university so I expected her to at least have like a you know be on camera and an announcement but I thought it just wasn't it wasn't grand it was very just like press release Taylor is alive like I wanted to see more jam-packed like I don't know maybe it's just me I don't know if you guys feel the same way in the comments let us know but i needed to see more action i needed to see more i don't know responses to her death because that's a big thing like no one just like comes back you know to life but i guess that typical pretty little liars fashion maybe that wasn't one thing that they really needed to highlight this episode
0: i mean some people were thinking about it but it's also it's dead week so while you're worried about the dead girl who came back you still got classes you need to do i need you to True, put the focus but it's on. not dead week for everyone like <laughs> it's not dead week to society i mean we but needed, they, but to they see, worry, they're not worried about society. They're worried about Beacon Heights University because that's the only, that's kind of the little bubble that they live true. in. I just wanted to see reporters.
1: I wanted to see all of that. I, I think we are going to get that lot. next. Week, I hope though. so. I
0: hope so. That, I'll add that to my
1: predictions list. <laughs> um, but also in this episode, we talked about rekindling of relationships. So let's go ahead and get into Andrew and Dylan. So you know, we we know that they've had this. I don't want to necessarily say beef, but it's been an issue because, you know, it was revealed that Nolan had slept with Dylan and clearly your boyfriend would not be okay with that. In this episode, we kind of see them, you know, work it out and, you know, come back together. How did you feel about that? Were you excited to see them come back together or do you think Andrew Steele should have made Dylan work harder for it?
0: For me, it's It's a little bit just like Ava said. There is a thin line between love and hate. And if I'm really hurt by it, it's because I truly do love you. Mm -hmm. So then you have to figure out for, if you're Andrew, has the time apart helped me or hindered me? Yeah. Because being away from you is making me a little bit ill. I'm not functioning at my full capacity like I normally would versus if we were together. So that's also what you have to do is soul soul searching. Nobody's telling you to forgive or forget, you just have to figure out what's going to be best for your life if Dylan is still in it. True. I mean, I, I get what you mean about that. I, you know,
1: I, I'm. He's probably was just sick without him. But I mean, that was a low blow to find out that you know my the person that I've given my all to that I love that you know I'm in a relationship with. Even though it was before we got together, or however that situation played a part. Like I don't know. I think. I don't. I don't want to necessarily say that he was sick without him. I think he just was really going through it. Like I really love you know, this sick person. As you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think it was one of those situations where it was like, I can't do it without him, so I might as well just stay with him. It was just I figured trying to. I I don't know. Putting two and two together and figuring it out.
0: <laughs> I figured they like they've had. It's been a little bit like it's been days since they were together. So I mean, you have time to figure out what's best for you Mm -hmm. I would say I mean granted I don't think he technically let him off easy because Dylan still did lie so if that lie comes out I think that might be we're done however I am glad that they finally did reconnect and we had that little scene between Ava and Andrew because Ava actually understands what Andrew was going through Mm -hmm. she's the only one a little bit that understands that Yeah, the fact that she even put her feelings aside and was able to still be a friend for Dylan in that way. Just shows how far these three have come. Definitely, because, I mean, she was affected also. Like, that was her boyfriend.
1: So, yeah. well, her boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, I think that was pretty strong of her, too, to, you know, talk to Andrew and that for them to kind
0: of, like, figure that out or be there for one another, and that song on the vinyl is everything. I'm such yeah. an old school head. <laughs> There's something about 60s, slow song music that just like hits my heart in the best way. Yeah. So I just, I love the little dance. And I li- I really want Dylan to just, like, hold on a second, babe. Stop the scent stop the real quick. Like, hold on, I'll be right back press okay and now I'm back we're back we're good oh my god no that's... more secrets I almost did something bad but now I won't do it
1: yeah but I mean I, I personally was really happy that they were able to move past it I mean Nolan is gone mistakes happen and you you know life is short clearly we're learning and pretty little <laughs> liars the perfectionist so it's great that they got back together
0: but before we go ahead and move on do you have anything to share with our viewers I mean I think I do so hey guys before we get on to our next topic we just want to say thank you so much for making us the espn of tv talk for us to continue to grow we need your help it's the only way it works so if you're on youtube right now give us a thumbs up and hit that like button because i think we're likable right we're likable we're so likable and if you're listening to us right now on itunes hit that five star just the five stars because a has taken one through four (laughs) <laughs> that they, they just did it I, I'm I,
1: loving the reference hey? <laughs> I, I don't
0: know why Um, actually if, actually, somebody commented in one of the comments and I, I'm, t- I'm borrowing it because I think it's amazing that they even came up with that so thank you so much for that you guys are awesome you guys, I I check so, so many of your your theories, your comments, because they're really amazing, interesting, and I we just, I really do truly love what you guys have to say. But no matter like where you are, leave us a comment so you can get involved in the conversation. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Yeah. Just reach out. I think you're awesome. Come on now. And being a part of AfterBuzz TV has meant so much to all of us, and we truly appreciate you supporting us and doing what we love. So don't forget to tell your friends to subscribe because... Not only do you have Afrobus TV dramas, you have sci-fi, reality, reality TV competitions. We're covering all boards here, guys. We're awesome. Yes. Thank you for thinking we're awesome as well. Yes. Thank you for that, Shay.
1: It was very detail-oriented. I'm here for that. I try. Yes. Like she said, guys, tune in. We love doing this, and we can't keep doing it if you guys don't tune in. So keep being active with us. Um, Okay, so let's go ahead and go into the next topic within our rekindling of relationships. We also saw Zach and Ava become cordial? Yeah. I I guess. I'm not going to say... I don't want to say friends, but they kind of dropped the beef. Acquaintances. Acquaintances. That's a better word. So, as we know, you know, Zach, you know, pretty much puts it out there that um, pretty much Ava... He, Him and his family were victims to Ava's dad and their, you know, money, whatever issues that they had going on. So to see them come together, that was a big—I don't want to say pill to swallow, but that was that was a big step in putting your pride aside. How did you feel about that whole talk, and do you think that it could possibly lead to a relationship, friendship, or do you think it would, it's just going to stay like how it is? Like, we get it, your dad was this, but, you know, I'm going to move past
0: it because the past is the past. I actually like the fact that he acknowledged that because I'm not my dad. I'm so mm-hmm. I'm sorry for what he did, but I am not. And the fact that one, you're also keep questioning my intelligence. I I wanted to fight. Yeah, like those are fighting words, sir. Yeah. Why are you questioning the fact that I actually am smart? I don't have to cheat mm-hmm. if I can make it easier on myself. Okay, is it cheating if I make my own algorithm to find a thing? I don't think so. But okay, you do. Cool. We understand where your moral code is. Yeah. You don't want me to do it. Got you. And for you to say you're your own person, and the fact that I didn't know who you were mm-hmm. before I judged you is is a amazing stuff. For like you just take your pride out of the situation, yeah. Because it was the same thing with all of them, like with Dylan and Kaylin and Ava when they started to become friends. Mm-hmm. You only you saw me by my resume. You saw me by yeah. what I what I looked like on paper, but we didn't know each other. Yeah. You never saw through the surface of what you expected to see anyway. Yeah but i mean us i mean he had a valid point
1: for coming for her the way he did having those assumptions because i mean I mean, just being real, when someone messes with your family or just in general your livelihood, like your i do don't—your family source of income, survival, that hits home and I don't care who you are. I, I'm not gonna go and one, oh, let me just read her resume and see she was really a true person. I can't judge her. I have to judge her dad. No. When someone does that, you're mad at the whole family. You're mad at everyone. So I think that was a really, you know, huge step for him to, you know, really put it aside and be like, hey, it was your dad, not you and I'm really The way it should have been, it. but
0: okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, yeah I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I understand why you're mad because, yeah, you lost my college fund. I have to work however many jobs yeah. right now for my college. I totally get your anger. But it's also, I think, that the same thing I was feeling when Andrew got mad at Dylan. You're mad at me because I'm here. And obviously, Ava's dad's not around, so now the full force is on you. Mm-hmm. And then Nolan's dead, so I can't even put the full force. It has to be on you. Yeah, but I mean, when people are upset
1: and like they don't, they don't think about that. It's gonna be all on you because you're the only person that I can attack right now.
0: I, I get it. They're just that's free. That's also the same thing about like when it comes to cheating. Like, why are you always going for the female stuff? Your man, true. Well, that's a whole different thing. That's a whole different different thing because I disagree with that too. I feel like, period,
1: (laughs) if your man cheated on you, you need to confront him, not the girl, just to put that out there. But with this kind of situation, I don't know. It's just emotions are everywhere. And then sometimes even with those situations, the female doesn't sit down and think, you know, about the male. They just think, I'm going to kill her, you know. (laughs) So it's just all a part of, I don't want to say mourning, but just that process of, figuring out what just happened to you, personally. Yeah. But, I mean, it's cool. I'm happy. I let Maybe Zach will become a part of the posse. What do you
0: think? The fact that now Nolan's not around, I actually, can. I like the idea that maybe Zach and Ava can become... I mean, right now, friendship, I would just, like, lean into the friendship part. Oh, you're thinking deeper. But I think it'd be nice for her... Like, Zach is... All, he knows hard work. Yeah. I mean, granted, she does, too, because mm-hmm. she has she has to like prove that she's not her father she has yeah. to, so like they both understand what it means to be determined to hard work for your life mm-hmm. to go for your goals so they 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 share some a lot of traits that I'm seeing that I like and they can get angry super quickly before mm. they you know they, they take in a deep breath yeah. and process their lives yeah that's interesting.
1: I wonder how that would play out. Like if if Ava's dad does eventually pop up from wherever he is, like how do how will he feel about that them
0: being together? I don't know. I kind of want Ava to give Zach some of that money just like yeah. Take a couple like a couple grand out and just like here don't work a semester or something like that. Take a <laughs> breath. Take a take a just take a moment for yourself.
1: Yeah. I mean maybe she will. We, we don't know. Hopefully.
0: Well, that's probably a prediction for later. But that's a yeah. prediction
1: for later, but I'm happy that they were able to, you know, put that aside and, you know, move forward. So next, let's talk about Mason and Mona's little, you know, whatever relationship, friendship, whatever <laughs> was going on in this episode. First of all, I don't know if it was just me, but Mason seemed like he was really kind of turning over a new leaf. Like, he was really trying to be, go back to, he was trying to put aside I'm the next Nolan and just be Mason again. How did you feel about Just him and Mona and all of that together.
0: I think that's who Mason really is. Mm -hmm. I figure that now for him, Mason is a good person. Mm -hmm. He's always been a good person. But also, when you're around a person like Nolan, some of that can also get a little corrupted. Yeah. So now that, you know, Mason was gone, he's like, I can finally be number one. But I don't think that's in his spirit Mm -hmm. in a way. Like, there's nothing wrong with being the second guy to the person who wants the main stage. I'm totally fine being here in the background Mm -hmm. and living my best life, okay? I am a junior Olympic silver medal winning person, okay? I am happy. (laughs) Yeah. But I also feel like because he's floundering now, like, now if I'm not Nolan, how do I reach back and find the person I was Mm -hmm. before all this? How do I find that person? Yeah. So, and, like, that's the whole soul search and granted now it's dead week so while I'm on a soul search I have to worry about my classes and maybe I don't even want to be in my major anymore like there's so many things that I don't know who I want to be in Mason's mind right now Yeah, and the fact that Mona is just like me to take a breath Just, do you knit <laughs> video games I just love the fact she was like knitting, right? <laughs> he, and like you know, it was like a nice little like vibe there for a moment, just a smile of them being to, like together, and then her figuring out that oh, this is guy I've been for yeah. How did you feel about that? Okay, I'm.
1: Please help me understand
0: this because <laughs> the whole chess
1: game and all of that. What are they trying to get at with that? Like like we find out that it's Mason, but. I'm confused. Break that down. I don't know if anyone else is confused about what's going on, but can you please explain that to me?
0: <laughs> okay, so there're a lot of people in the chat. Um yes and no, you should never blame somebody else for something any of their family members do, even if it's their family's Alicia. Um Amber says I was I like I was like really it's Mason playing with Mona. And Yes, I was very happy about that, and I completely hope they get together. I get why he was mad at her for Zach and Ava, mm-hmm. but I didn't like when he was taking it out on her, which I totally agree with. Yeah. Nobody has chimed in on this new conversation yet, so I'm going to start. Yeah. What I love about Jess, it's the mind strategy of it all. Mm-hmm. It's like when Mona's talking about the queen's gamut. The queen's gamut is you sacrificing. It's the it's a, it's a biggest move you can make mm-hmm. because you're sacrificing your king which is supposed to take the queen. Yeah, but if you're not paying attention enough, your queen uh, your queen's taken. Mm-hmm. It's it's an entire giant move, and it's very. This might not be a's game like they've been referencing so much, but it's almost like a chess game. There are pawns, there are knights, there are bishops. There's a king and a queen. There's like for me a lot of symmetry for this mm-hmm. in this game, and who's who's the king? Dana, we let's say Dana's the the king blocking Claire being the queen. Mm-hmm. And she's also, in a way, a pawn at the same time. Because even though the king is supposed to be the most powerful person on a board, it's also the most vulnerable. Right. It has no power. It don't have as much power as you would think that person would have. Right. So it's like a whole thing. Like, the fact that these two people, they're very smart, and they're feeling so lonely, and the fact that they... Just meet each other in a game. And they can just instantly connect and, like, find an equal in that. In, like, the most least expected place. Right. So
1: you think this whole game of the board game is just, like, them just, you know, just doing it out of just, I don't know, like you said, being lonely or just, like, it's just something fulfilling personally for them? Or do you think there's an overall bigger picture to this board game that they're doing? Right. So For them, it's the game. So you think for Mason and Mona, it was just the game, and it just so happened to be, oh, I've been playing you this whole time, yes. but we see later.
0: That there's a bigger game being played, and now the game isn't quote-unquote A for Dana Booker, but it's also almost like a chess piece. Mm-hmm. She's she's almost exactly playing chess. right. In a very manipulative way, which is awesome, because that's how most chess players do that. Exactly. <laughs> okay, cool. Thank you for...
1: Because I'm just like, what is this game? What is going on? I like I don't know anything about chess, so well, that's under me.
0: Because they've been playing for months. They never knew it was anonymous. Yeah. They, and the fact that they're, that friendship that they started anonymously has now transferred over to a, are you going to be what I think you're going to be if we meet? Like, mm-hmm. will you be disappointed in who I am will I be disappointed in who I am because yeah. Mason and Mona do have some good things versus Mona can be good she just mostly chooses to be bad mm-hmm. and that's like Mona's whole thing but I think if Mason was in her life that gives her that that balance that you need to actually really figure out the moral compass in your life yeah so that's why I actually do like them I can see them being a couple and they do really? have, some, they have, they have some vibes going on oh okay they got some vibes, I'm feeling them He's like, okay, so, oh, it's you So, who's next move is it? Like, who, who move is it now? I, I did not get that, but that's cool I would like to see that also
1: um, But yeah, you know, it just, it's just been <laughs> It's been reoccurring, so I'm just like What are they trying to get at? And I guess we see with Dana We're seeing that Maybe it could be a you know coming together of Mason and Mona, but it also can be that sneaky strategy side with Dana Booker, which that yeah. I think we will see you know next episode.
0: Because there are pawns, there are bishops, there are rooks. There's yeah, There's so many people to be manipulated before you get to the in game, whatever game Dana's trying to win. Right. Wow. That was deep. Okay. I tried. What know? are people saying? <laughs> um, Alicia 420 says, why? Uh, 420, that's my birthday. I like him with Mona. He is hot and an extremely he is extremely smart. Think about what he's gonna look like when he takes that shirt off. A lot of people <laughs> want him to take his shirt off. No, uh, okay. I agree. Uh Aaron says, I think there is more to Dana. She may have been the one who killed Nolan or was after Taylor. Um mm. Amber oh, Amber cross says what that be? Maybe to get to Ava. Like maybe this is all an elaborate plan to get Ava's dad to come out of hiding, mm. to get her over. That's real extreme. Well, we know she's extreme. Well, creepy, so yeah. <laughs> um, Amber Carlson says the cupcakes were creepier than the one that Hannah ate as a gift. <laughs> <laughs> I you know. Aaron Queasing says, "See, they have chemistry." Though, the Mac727 says, LOL, I don't get vibes from Mason and Mona. It's probably because he doesn't seem like her type. Yeah, I don't get those either. That's why I thought that was interesting. I mean, she's grown now. Maybe she has a new type. We never know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Also, real quick, shout out to run. Happy belated birthday. I had to get that out there. I hope you had a great birthday from us here at the Perfectionist After Show.
1: When was her birthday? When uh, was her birthday?
0: The, birth- the birthday was two weeks ago. But I'm remembering it, so I was just like, I promised I would say it, and I really wanted to give the shout-out. Oh, well, so. happy birthday. My birthday was last week, so I was trying to see if we had similar birthdays. Um, but okay, let's go ahead and just move on. So, oh, somebody just Dana knows about Rosewood, so that also could be the game that's happening. Hmm. Mm, yep. Interesting. Um, but yeah,
1: so let's talk about Caitlyn. Yes. We saw a lot of trial, error soul searching with Caitlyn <laughs> this episode how did you you know how did what did you get out of that you know her whole interview and just her really trying to figure out who is Caitlyn you know throughout this whole episode
0: I think for Caitlyn she's known what she's had to do mm-hmm. she's always lived her life by knowing what's expected of me knowing what I'm supposed to become and following that script but now somebody's asking me pizza Pizza or Tacos or The Survivor or The Bachelor Um, I'm choosing Survivor because no offense like I ain't got time like if I'm going to watch either if I'm really going to get like competitive about something I'm not doing it over men I'm just sorry to tell people (laughs) however nobody's ever I don't think anybody's ever asked who the person Caitlyn is versus oh the daughter of the senator Oh the 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 top student at Beacon Heights. She's the per- she's the perfectionist. I she's mean, the perfectionist. Right. She's, she's been groomed most of her life to be this, mm-hmm. which is why you know she's practicing uh, index cards with Jeremy, which is so also flashback into pre pre Pe- Pe- liar days with Spencer and Toby. Totally get those vibes. Yeah. And first of all, that was just hot. Yay, strip study session. I am here I- for it. <laughs> that made my heart sore. It really did but when you're when you're asked that and you're you get confused, yeah. You're 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 like, ma'am. I, I can talk about FCC regulations, right? Because I mean,
1: I feel like we've kind of seen a, we've seen vulnerable sides from everyone, but her. Like we've seen like Ava going through things with her family. Like we know her, but this I thought this episode was really cool that we finally got to see Caitlyn. Like we got to see her vulnerable side. Like you said, we always see her put together. We always see her coming up with the plans, doing this, doing that. So for her to finally be able to sit back and go, wait, what is my favorite food? What is this? What is that? I thought that was really interesting. But I thought, th- was that kind of weird to you that those were kind of questions within the interview process? Or- I think they are
0: different for her specifically. Mm, because, because of her resume and how of- it
1: was so squeaky clean. It was like, yes. okay, we need to see. It was probably, I guess, one of those personality things. Like, okay, well, we know you're good on paper, but can I sit in a room with you? Or can I do this? Can I do that? Or
0: Yeah. Like yeah. She- I thought it was interesting that the interviewer said that Politics isn't so much about the politics, and it's about the people. Mm-hmm. Like, can we get her in the office? <laughs> like for current affairs, ma'am, yes. <laughs> can we remind the people in Congress and everything? It's about us. We the people. <laughs> I just, I just, I, I love that. Like little, like trying to hit something over the head. Yeah. To also just remind people, it is about us. We are mm-hmm. people. You're supposed to be in office for us, fighting for. Us, yeah. It's not. It's not about. Oh, if I have the money here, you'll you know you'll back me on that. No. What about us? Yeah.
1: Yeah. This. I don't know. I. I really like to see that, and I really like the the revelation that she had later, where she she literally t- she really took time to figure it out. She took yeah. time to talk it out it was kind of weird how she just kind of jumped out with it but (laughs) it really made her sit and like within with all the chaos that is going on we finally she finally got to figure out who she was and as a person i thought that was beautiful because i think it's important to you know be one with yourself and and maybe it'll help her you know along the way as they continue to go through this craziness of trying to figure out who is the killer who is this you know so I thought it was beautiful. And not
0: being a robot. Just right. Re- just remembering you are human. hmm No matter how much your mom would like you, you know, to just jump right back in the track after, right. you know, instead of two months, six weeks. Yeah. Right. Um, I, I, I love the moments between her and Jeremy when she finally showed up for their date because he was so worried. Oh, yeah. was just how super I forget sweet. about
1: that? It was like, finally, they can have, like, they can finally be public and, yes. you know, it's baby steps but you saw jeremy was trying to grab her hand and stuff he's trying to take it there, like we've been a thing but i mean
0: we, we've been doing things i mean we
1: have but you know for their for image purposes or i guess to they just need to take baby steps but i thought that was really cute that they finally got to you know come
0: together and be in the public eye i love the fact that he he just told her i love that you're eating carbs again and she's just like it's dead week everyone's eating carbs I was just like, "Girl, what is your regimen?" Like, right. not doing dad week. I really now want to know this information. Yeah. And her order with Luke, the 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 server guy, was just if it's deal if it's beef, beef steak. No, I was just my brain would have like went like catatonic for a second listening yeah. to that order if I was Luke. <laughs> Granted. You know he did it, but I actually, agree, I kind of want that little Twinkie pie. Like that actually made me want like some fried Twinkies. I don't like fried Twinkies. What's wrong with you? Mm, that's just not my thing. It's so, it's, <laughs> guys, if you've never had a fried Twinkie, please try it. Any Six Flags. Uh, what are the chocolate cupcake
1: things? I was that kind of girl. I like the chocolate cupcake. You remember uh, they had Twinkies and they just had the chocolate one with the little white oh swoop thing they're on like, it. I want to call them ho hos, but like they're kind of no, like ho hos are the
0: ones that are rolled up. Then the cupcakes, the chocolate cupcakes. Yeah, that's what it I is. mean. Yeah. Oh, that's what ho-ho is? No. See, we can all talk. know, oh, but ho-ho is, is the up. Someone tell us what ho-hos are while we like, talk about
1: the next topic.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, Sarah says my birthday is basically seven. Oh, oh, God. We um, have a lot of shout-outs coming up. Amber said that Kaylee really like Spencer. She is so freaking driven to be the best at everything. The Mac 727 says, Jeremy was so adorable when it came to the date, and I like him more than Andrew. Ooh. Oh, for That's sure. Right. I do, too. Uh, Billie Jean, girl, 24, says, it was funny how Austin and Mona were bringing up their past, and the others took out their phones to Google them, which was my favorite scene, yeah. by the way. She's yeah. like, I remember the dollhouse? And they I was were like, like, where did you guys come from? Who are you guys? Rosewood, Pennsylvania, in unison. Like, if you did not know, now you know yeah. where I'm from. And, and she was like, they're like, who's A? Mona, first of all, that was so classic. It was very classic. Because you were A, then you weren't A, then you became A again. exactly, and, just, and then it just so times times just you... showed
1: the growth, like, I yes. just thought it was really cool to just see, like, this was my past and this is, you know, what I am now, and then we even, saw, I don't i don't want to, like, linger on it, but we even saw, like, in this episode too how Allison was kind of trying to figure out, like why am I here, I feel like I'm in I'm still in the same predicament that I was in Rosewood, I'm trying to grow, I'm trying to progress, and I'm still it, it's just like, why is why is drama following me, I thought that was pretty interesting too, when she had that whole, like, break down thing.
0: But I mean it's easy it's so easy to say there will be no more drama in my life. You yeah. can say it I don't know how God gonna bless you with it. But Right, but I mean this is extensive drama. This
1: <laughs> isn't just, you know, this is This is deep drama, but okay. Let's get into the woman of the hour, Dana Booker. I'm done with Dana. Dana. Okay. So first of all, Dana revealed to the group that the hidden run was actually. Let me go back to my notes. It was actually a student who thought it was a deer, a minor, a minor that thought. And the records were sealed. She
0: said that so quick. Okay, so now I know you lying.
1: Yeah. So yeah, the teenager was the person that hit her. They thought it was a deer. Blah blah blah. The driver was a minor. What do you think about that? you think that
0: was bullcrap or so much, it was so much bull crap. which because they guys, thought it was data right b, if you like right you can, which okay please replace that with the b um <laughs> uh, let me tell you something okay did you like i legit feel like she's miking them or microchipping them to like figure out their because even the earlier conversation they were having with mona and she was just like oh the records are sealed that's why you won't, if you look you won't find anything yeah the correlation of that is there's something just off yeah so you so if you know it's a minor you know their record is sealed it's for, the, it's also for their protection when a record is sealed like that because they're under the age of 18 mm-hmm. so you're thinking in your mind if I tell you this information oh you're gonna figure out about it which please yeah yeah, I don't know. I thought that was
1: pretty crazy. And then also, let's talk about her like acting as Nolan. And we 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 briefly touched on it, yes. but how did you feel when we kind of we realized that she was that second person that Mona has been playing, and she was the one who delivered the cupcakes and all of that? Was that what do you what do you think she's scheming? I'm trying to figure out what is Dana trying to get at.
0: I feel like Dana has a lot of different things that the, and the fact that there are so many things you can't really even figure out what the bigger picture of it all is. Mm-hmm. And that's what's the most frustrating about her character, because even with Dylan. So now we know she knows Dylan's what he did. Mm-hmm. And so that leads to, oh, now, am I going to be a rat for you or are you going to blackmail me? How like how can I not get you to share this information so I can still go to school and get my education? Yeah.
1: And then, like, why did the cupcake say, "Can we be pals"? Like, I'm just trying to figure that out too. Like, what a, was her purpose? It's
0: almost exactly kind of like A did, like in like in OG. Well, they compared her to
1: it, so
0: it's some A it's A like thing. It is like can't like and even the the three amigos are just like, are we calling her A now? Um, yeah, because it's appropriate. Mm-hmm. It's a bully who manipulates you basically, yeah, into doing their bidding to win a game that they only know in their own mind. Yeah, I don't know, but I I'm I'm really Mona was
1: pissed and oh, I am excited. Oh, down.
0: Like you yes. going up against Mona, you she won the
1: game. Like right. you really
0: think you coming for her today? Right.
1: It's Mona. Like I'm excited to see what's going to happen. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser. Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Happen next episode. Um, but okay, we are like, <laughs> let's go ahead and get into our special segment really quick. Oh, a lot of people think for us? she's
0: going to be a red herring hmm. in the chat. She's still evil. I don't like. She can be right here all she wants. <laughs> so, guys, we're going to do a, a really quick game of Pretty Little Truth and Pretty Little Lies. Have you missed it? Because we so have. So today's question is, do we think Taylor really planned to tell Allison about her mini beacon guard in her RV or not? I don't think she did. I think it kind of just came out. <laughs> what do you think? I feel like it's her truth. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's. is it wrong or is it right? I don't know, but that is eventually she might because they like they think like Alison found her so if you really don't think she wouldn't have found your mini guard, okay cool I mean she's not as tech savvy as Mona however yeah. but I don't think it would have stayed a, a secret as much as she would like to, mm-hmm. to have yeah I
1: don't know. Well, I'm excited to see what else is with Taylor next episode. I'm excited to see Dana. I'm just, I'm really excited to see how the rest of the season is going to unfold. Um, but before we go, do you have any predictions? I do. After Buzz TV predictions. Ooh, that's new.
0: I like that. <laughs> okay. So my prediction is I think Dana is going to try to blackmail Dylan to now be a rat on Caitlyn and Ava. However, I think... He's gonna tell them because he already know they already know that Dana has something on Dylan, mm. so they're gonna hopefully try to use that to their advantage. That that she's trying to use you, let's use her back.
1: Hmm. Okay, I have a feeling that Mona is, knowing that the bad B that Which? Mona is, she is gonna take Dana <laughs> down. I feel like it's gonna be the attack of Dana this episode. I think they're gonna all come together and they're gonna
0: just go after her. Um, at least I hope so. And, I mean, for some people in chat saying a red herring, that's a great way to knock down the pawn. Yeah. Because even though I I keep saying that she might be the king, she might be the queen. she might just be a rook or a pawn more than anything. Maybe, we'll see. But okay, that's all that we have <laughs> this episode guys. Shay, do you like would you like to let them know where they can find you on social media? Oh, of course. You guys can find me at realshayjones on Twitter and Instagram. You guys can also find me at 6 p.m. on Now Apocalypse on Sundays. We have two more episodes left before uh, and then, you know, finale time. I'm, I'm ready. Yeah, same. And you guys can find me on all social media platforms
1: at underscore Tyra Prude. You guys can catch me on The Voice after show. And yeah,
0: back here again next Thursday. And we're booked for the next three weeks with guests. Like, I just can't wait for you guys to see who's coming in and joining us. Same. So, yeah, love you guys. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to after Buzz TV.